0: Good afternoon and welcome to episode 86 of Martin Uncut. Today it's May the 5th, 2021, and today's episode is how to manage a website. So my current corona chaos is still ongoing, so that's why my episodes is a bit delayed. But at least I'm able to do them. So are you running a website? I am. And actually, I am running a few. And I am predominantly a WordPress user. And in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about why I got there and why I choose to use that. I have been using quite a lot of different content management systems and in normal speak that is a CMS system. I think I used my first system maybe already back 2002 or 2004, something like that, so a long time ago. And this was a fantastic piece of software it was super well developed it was super super stable and the support was fabulous i don't think the application or service had a specific name uh, well i wrote it myself but uh, anyway it was a really early version of a cms system um but i uh, that was the first one i was in touch with and uh, after that, I worked with a lot of other ones. My system was super simple. It had a frontend. And the frontend is essentially the website that the visitor visited and, and watched. So the, the website, essentially. But it also had a backend, uh, like most other uh, CMS systems, where I could log in as an administrator and I could create new pages and update existing pages. It was pretty simple. It was a simple database with um, mainly one table and this table had a couple of different fields uh, that i needed for to storing data so the t- title of the web page for example and the the whole body and the whole body was really really simple it was just html that i pasted into wrote and put into the the database and the template i used It was super simple, and I just built HTML and put some PHP code into it, and it generated the site straight from the database. And it was quite nice, and I wrote the whole thing, and this was actually before PHP 3 was developed. So I think it was PHP 2 back then, and that's a long time ago. I think we're up to like PHP 8 or something like that now. But it was my first real web app, so I was quite proud of what I was able to produce. And I can talk hours about this application, but I will not do that today. So I tried a bunch of different tools after my own one. So a few of them was uh, Magento and and Joomla, Um, but these didn't really handle content in the way I wanted. And I didn't have that much content, actually, that I needed to to publish. Um, I think Joomla was more like a community thingy. And so it was a bit special, I would say. And I probably worked with a lot more systems than just these two. But um, I found a tool called Typo3. And in the beginning, I just hated it because it was impossible to set up. And Typo3 is a CMS system that was developed in Denmark by a gentleman called Kaspos Skorhøj. And it was a super complex system, but you could actually put essentially any site you wanted into this tool, and you got a lot of flexibility to, to change or set up your pages. And you didn't need to write your things in HTML anymore. You could enter... Uh, Visivig text into this tool. Fantastic. And another thing that Typo3 had that I didn't see before was a huge extension repository. And from here you could actually go around and find every functionality you could dream about. It could be a news plugin So you could build a news stream on your website. It could be like forums. It could be newsletter subscriptions, form handlers. A lot of these things were just extensions that you could download and get straight into Type 3. And it kind of worked. You just needed to style them, and they worked. And this was a system that I was involved with, helping a lot of companies actually to implement as their tool of choice. Uh, because I was working as a developer, a project manager, and a team lead for in a small web agency for a few years. And Typo3 was the tool we used. This was the backend for all the websites that we de- delivered. And it worked well. We got really nice dynamic websites that were really, really nice. And we also could hit these sites with quite a lot of traffic. And it still worked fairly nice. So... Um, I just look back to this time as we actually did a lot of good things with this tool, but I stopped doing this for real probably ten years ago, and I have not really kept up with Type of Three. So, and I know that it's still de- being de- developed, and it's probably something that you could take a look at if you are starting up a website project. It could definitely be a tool for you, but. During the last few years, I have more and more lent into using WordPress, uh, actually for almost all my projects. And the main reason I do this is because the template availability is so huge. You can find tons and tons of HTML templates out there that you can just simply install uh, as an extension into WordPress. And even though I know HTML and I know CSS and I can do this, it's something that I do not want to know, want to do. And WordPress is the biggest CMS system out there and they have the most uh, themes available for you. And also the extension repository for WordPress is quite huge. So you can actually find plugins that will help you to solve more or less anything that you could think about. And the developer community very live and vibrant and there is continuous being development on this platform and issues and fixes they are fixed fairly quickly when they show up since wordpress is one of the most common platforms out there it will also naturally become a big target for hackers and I, i think this is the biggest cons or drawbacks with wordpress today so it really means that you need to be a little bit careful what extensions you are installing into your WordPress and make sure that you are keeping both WordPress, the platform, and all the extension and themes. All of them needs to be updated. You need to make sure that you're keeping these things updated or you will be in trouble because you have these scripts that are trolling the net for unsecure extensions or unsecure um, setups, and they will find you, and they will find you fairly quick. So be really, really careful doing that. But I, I really prefer working with open platforms since that gives you the opportunity to move around. So since WordPress is an open platform, I can go on essentially any web platform out there and host my, my websites. They will just work there. And so you're not locked into a specific supplier. If you're using Squarespace or VIX or any one of these very famous, they're really good platforms, but you will be locked in. You cannot very easily move away from them to somewhere else. So that is something that I don't want to be um, a target of. And I also want to be able to actually host my server by myself if I want to. It's not always I do that. I don't do that for all the projects I have. But for some of the projects, I actually host my web server by myself. So I don't want to have those limitations. So an open platform is really, really good. But to summarize, for me, it is really important that the platform is modern and it's being updated, so we need to have the security. And I also want to be able to get my data out. I don't want to get stuck. So a wide range of hosting providers. But if I were to choose a new product today, I would look into a platform called Ghost, and you will find a link. You will actually find a link to all the different tools I talk about in the show notes today, so you can easily find them. But Ghost is, um, I would say, a pretty new platform. It's been built with Node.js, and that means it's super, super fast. It's probably one of the faster uh, CMS systems out there. I have not been using it. I have just tried it as a demo somewhere i think but i haven't used it for real and um, i think that the the blogging experience on ghost is better than it's on wordpress because wordpress starts to be so i would not say bloated but it's so general and ghost is more focused to get a better experience doing that and, and compared to wordpress and what i've also seen or read is that the it's going to be easier to get good SEO results with Ghost compared to WordPress. But WordPress is, as I said, an open platform, so you can essentially do whatever you want with it. So you will be able to reach the same SEO results, but I think it's a little bit harder. That's the difference. Another tool I think is really interesting is YouGo. And YouGo is actually not a hosting platform, but it's a small tool. That generates a web page for you with static HTML. So it's essentially, just file a file structure uh, with HTML files, pictures, CSS, and those kind of things, and then you can keep all of this in a source control system like Git as an example. Um, and you can also find themes that you can use with uh, with Hugo, so you don't have to develop the theme yourself. There is, I think, uh, like 250 or something different themes out there that you can more or less easily just uh, get via Git into your directory and, and use. But you would probably need to spend some time to customize the themes and make them your own or to build your own themes. But it's not rocket science to do. You would probably be able to build a, a theme for you go if you can build HTML and CSS. The thing I like with this is that the whole source control thing, you can build up uh, a uh, continuous de- deployment strategy here. So as soon as you check something in to Git, it will build and create your new website for you. And since this is static files, it's really hard for you to be hacked. Uh, you can't really hack an HTML site then you need to have a bug or something in the OS of the server or in the web server or something like that, but your attack surface will be a lot smaller using a tool like this. And it's gonna be fantastically fast. And the reason it's gonna be fast is because the web server doesn't have to compute anything. It just needs to read the file from disk and send it out to the network. It's gonna be so fast. You will not have any problems either with anything like um, uh, load balancing or those kind of things. No problem at all. It will be just set it up and it will be running. The other thing that I found with this platform that I really like is that you write the text in, guess what? Markdown. And I have become a little bit of a Markdown fanboy, as you may know. But I think it's really interesting that you can actually build your whole website with Markdown and this tool. And I, I haven't been doing this for real, um, but uh, with Hugo, I just tried it and I run it locally and set up a few things just to experiment with it. And it's fantastically fun. Definitely recommend that you take a look at it. So why, why am I then still using WordPress? Well, the main reason is that um, I don't want to spend too much time and effort setting up and building themes not on Hugo or not on Ghost or anything. I have bought a theme for WordPress that works just fine. I just did really, really minor uh, adjustments to it um, around what fonts I'm using. I can do it, but it's just not my passion, so I don't want to spend time on it. And the second thing is I run a podcast and that requires that I need to generate an RSS feed. And the plugins I have for that within WordPress they are pretty darn good. They, you just upload things so you don't need to worry too much. And it generates an RSS feed for you that goes out to Apple and all of these different places so you as a listener can get hold of my podcast. Hugo could probably do this quite easily for me as well, but it would need for me to actually set something up or build a theme or something that is generating the RSS file. But if you want to start with a website and don't want to dig too deep into the tech, take a look at Ghost or WordPress. That will definitely help you a long way. So this was all I had for today's episode. If you liked it, why not recommend it to friend, family or a colleague? And if you have the time, why not go into iTunes and leave me a review there? That would help other find the podcast and the audience would grow. And that would make me super happy. So take it easy and see you back here tomorrow. Ciao, ciao. (laughs) Martin Uncart, your daily technology dose.